tuyo. And welcome to the Intercontinental Podcast that is Tea and Grumpets. It's the union of the United States and the United Kingdom in peaceful harmony, much like our friends in the Korean Peninsula, who will be doing the same soon. I am your host, Glenn. And I am Mike. And this week, we have got a fun-packed episode for you. So, Mike, what are you going to get started with? Well, uh, let's talk about something we left off last week with. We spoke about Sea of Thieves and how basically we've given up. And literally as we finished recording, uh, an update was posted by these guys from Rare. And it basically tore apart everything we said for the last episode regarding it. So good on them. Uh, They are coming at us with a nice update. Uh, Three weeks into their launch uh they heard the community and uh the first one is a content update uh it's coming in may called the hungering deep which is bringing a new ai threat whatever that means a cruise will have to work together to discover and defeat this threat as part of a unique event so that's uh be davy jones or someone maybe you know yeah yeah <laughs> I, I don't know uh but that's not all. In the summer months, they're going to have two more content updates with uh, Cursed Sails, Cursed Sails okay. which will include a new uh, ship type and Forsaken Shores, which is a new part of the world to explore. So, that's what they've said the plans are. Um, thoughts on this? Uh, well, I haven't played Sea of Thieves since we last played it, which was uh, two weeks ago. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I might dip back in, check it out. Uh, I don't want to be super negative about the game because I did enjoy it when we were playing for it but ran out of content very quickly and uh, I got bored of fetch quests. So uh, a bit more variety and exploration would always be welcome in my eyes. How about you? Yeah, um, I think it's good that they're listening. Uh, I'm wondering what this new AI threat to the world could be like the rest of the Cthulhu monster whatever it is in there. like. Uh, I don't know. I'm skeptical, but I'm happy that they're actually, you know, going to do something. So, uh, again, I will reserve my judgment until it's out. I definitely want to play it. Um, I'm just worried that by the time we actually do get to play it, um, we're going to get slaughtered for it because people have been playing so much. But Or maybe they haven't. We'll see. So, I think it's exciting. I definitely want to uh, jump back into that world because it is beautiful. And uh, we'll see where they go from there. But I think good on Rare for listening um, but, you know, you should have done this before. <laughs> yeah. You know, hindsight, like, oh, we put out a game. Yeah, well, it's not finished. So uh, keep working there, buddy. So that's uh, the opener. And then we have a big, big game coming out that I know you're excited for. And this is uh, God of War. Yes. Um, it's been too long. It has been too long. Um, God of War was one of the franchises I absolutely adored. Uh, I think more... Because, you know, it's a very good game, but I love the, love the setting of it. I love the, basically, a an excellent trilogy um, that had a fantastic mythos behind it. And it had a beginning, middle, end. And that was it. 
And when they announced they were doing a new game called God of War on the PS4, I was like, no, they're rebooting it. But, no, they're not. They're moving it to uh, pre-Viking culture, uh, with Kratos now stalking, um, basically, yeah, the Norwegian mythos. So, welcome in my book. And I understand they've changed the game style up a bit. Well, I think all that they did was just move the camera. <laughs> so, to be honest, I mean, I watched a review, and this guy does very good reviews, in my opinion, and he tells you whether to wait or to buy or to never buy. And he ran over the whole thing, and uh, they changed the camera. It looks much different, just how far away it is. The FOV apparently is atrocious, so uh, if you get sick with that stuff, I would uh, watch out. But, um, I don't know... Uh, I, it looks cool. I watched, you know, 30 minutes of gameplay. It looks very, very cool. Uh, I am going to, for once, wait and not buy this one on launch. Um, I'm going to see what the reviews are, even though they seem to be positive at the moment. But I find myself, Glenn, and I don't know about you, um, as I'm getting older, the urge to just massacre thousands of people is getting less. I mean, uh, I do that in my head. Like, just, mm. like, driving is enough for me. But um, for me, I don't know if I can really spend 35, 40 hours just purely hacking and slashing at this point. I feel it would lose its luster to me. How about you? What uh, You like the setting, you said. So uh, um, Yeah, I, I mean, I like... The reason I played the God of War trilogy was because uh, a bit, I'm a big fan of the old Ray Harryhausen stop-motion films. You know, Jason and the Argonauts, the uh, Sinbad, that. It just reminded me of those, and it was like an adventure. But yeah, you are right. You were basically butchering armies. Yeah, uh, which is fine. There's a time and a place for that, and like I'm all for it. But I don't know. At this day and age, I just want to kind of relax. And those games tend to... Um, I sound like such an old man. Uh, get me my arm into like tendonitis mode, and I just like have to put it down after 15 minutes. Like, like the Batman games, like I can't play anymore because my arm just tenses up. Um, because it's nonstop button mashing. You know, well, there's no. That was a wasted Christmas present. Yep, never gonna play it again. <laughs> It's, it's, I'm sorry, it's just like anything, like Mortal Kombat, I love fighting games, and all those games, my arm just, I, I can't, you know, it's all the, all the music I play, it's like, I just can't do that for too long a time, so, mm. but um, I think it'll be cool, uh, I'm probably gonna pick it up eventually, but it needs a price drop for me, um, just finishing Far Cry 5, like, uh, I don't know, it, I had that game so built up, I don't know if God of War can even touch that for me, personally. Like, where's the story in God of War? Okay, you've played all of them. Talk to me about the story. I I played to butcher things, not... Right, okay, God of War. So, God of War 1. You're betrayed by Ares, the God of War. Um, and oh. you're basically on a revenge mission, because he, he um, effed you over... Uh, tricked you because you needed Ares to basically help out the Spartan army that you were commander of and you ended up uh, doing the Herculean thing of butchering your own family and that's why Kratos is the colour he is because it's the ashes of his family with the blood stripe representing the blood so you go on this revenge mission you kill Ares at the end of the first one the second one you're the new god of war it's Kratos you are the god of war the pantheon of the gods, they then screw you over because they've got a little internal conflict going on. So two and three is you going after the pantheon of gods. Um, with yeah, and that's it. And it basically what the re the story behind the God of War is 
uh, that's the reason why there are no Greek gods left in the world uh, because Kratos killed them all. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, and, you know, it was left on a pretty pretty sour note, actually. Um, it was quite a downer. I mean, spoilers, but, yeah, Kratos basically impales himself on a sword and he falls into the water and that's where it's left. And you're like, oh, that's a bummer. Um, so when when they announced they were doing <laughs> the new, just calling it God of War, I was like, ah, oh, you're rebooting this. I don't like reboots. Why can't you just do a sequel? Um, and it seems like they have done a sequel soft reboot so they're moving it for another trilogy cycle which i imagine is going to be um all of them based in um the scandinavian uh, pantheon of gods i imagine that's going to be the new trilogy there hopefully maybe not maybe they'll move it around and he'll just go and butcher every god um on the planet because he, he does hate his gods uh so wow. uh, yeah, so I imagine that's going to be how that ends, and I imagine God of War Six will end with you squaring up to Odin. But I can't wait to see Kratos versus Thor, and you know Kratos versus Loki, and things like that. Because Do you know what this sounds uh, like, right? Yeah, you know, on. you know exactly what this sounds like. It sounds yeah, like Loki. a Marvel film. Yeah, because it does. It's just so listen, I know you know your stuff, and it's obvious. But this. After you said the first god's name, which I've already forgotten, uh, all I was well, thinking Odin. is boring. Yeah, like, but it's personal I, taste. Isn't yes, it? that in that you are absolutely right, and that's what I was thinking. I'm like, this is so cool that Glenn is into this and knows everything about this, and I could not care less about any of it. Like, I think that's wonderful, and I have a feeling that's a big part of it all for me. It's just like the theme sucks to me. I don't care about gods. I don't mm-hmm. care. I, I. <laughs> I think yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it with games, though. Uh, if you've got lore, you kind of have to be into that lore to kind of to dig I'm, them. It's like um, yes. it's like TV shows or films. Like let's mm-hmm. say I know some people they hate Lord of the Rings and they hate the films. And go, <laughs> yeah. Are you insane? And they're no, I hate them. And it's like why? And they're like yeah, you know, all wizards and crap. And you go, oh, it's just not your thing, clearly. And then it's like, well, what are you into? Oh, I like gangster films. And it's like, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's personal taste. Like, I am completely ignorant when it comes to, like, history and mythology and that, like, I think it's cool. But f- to me, it's another language completely that I mm. have, do not have the time yeah. or the interest to get into. So, exactly. I mean, I, I grew up reading that stuff because, you know, I'm British and uh, that's what British people do. Ah. Is they run around get reading about myth and things because we're obsessed with Well, we had, myth. like, Aesop fables and stuff like that. But, like, um, like um, over here, at least, uh, it's more of a college thing that we have to read about mythology and like that literature no so. like over here when i was growing up like we were told these as kids like you, you were told about the myths and uh you know I, I kind of grew up half believing that that was actually the age of heroes was a real time um but now I mean, i'm kind of like you know my science brain's gone it probably wasn't mate but um you know, I still <laughs> like to think maybe there was a lost period of time where all this happened but no. it clearly didn't. Uh, but so yeah, I think uh, I like anything that's got a strong mythological background. To well, it. it's funny because I played you know role playing games a lot, and it's like a lot of that stuff has tons of made up lore, you know, and that and that is like so deep to me. Like, uh, it's weird. I'm just a weird person. I enjoy like stuff that is so far out. Like mythology is just. Uh, 
like I can relate to it a little too much. It's like, oh, okay, uh, well, he did this and that, and did that. it's just too much Game of Thrones for me. It's too many names. It's too too much knowledge required. I don't want to keep track of all the the gods and who gave birth to the eighth son of the seventh on the seventh day at night. You know, like that's just me. My brain can't comprehend that, so it, it's fine. I'm excited for people to play this game, and I um uh-huh. I hope to play it at some point. Uh, it does look beautiful. It mm. looks great, um, and uh, it's people deserve this game. It, people of the series really are looking forward to this, and I know uh, the kids that I speak to at school cannot wait for this. They are really psyched. They've had it pre-ordered, so good. Um, oh my god, children are playing this? Oh yeah, well high school wow. kids. High school. Oh kids. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not not my kids, but high school kids. Uh, <laughs> I, I have one in particular who's wonderful, and uh, we always talk about gaming and things, and he uh, he's very psyched for this. So uh, mm. and a couple others as well. So uh, pe- people are still fans of it, and I think that's great. And uh, it's nice that the series is continuing, but I just. I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but it would just be sad to see, like, God of War, like, go down the path of Call of Duty or any of these. Oh, every, every other year you get a God of War. It's like, d- don't do that. Just keep it. If it was up to me, I would have kept it at the original trilogy. I played one and two, and that was enough for me. So, but anyway. Um, Fingers crossed they don't go down that path, because they had a couple of spin-offs, like the uh, Chains of Olympus. And oh, yes, yes, yes. Sparta. And, you know, they were good, but uh, and they had Ascension as well. Um, so they have had their spin-offs, but I didn't really like them that much because they kind of felt like they were filler, which I think they were. Fine yeah. games in themselves, but it didn't actually add anything to the story. It was just like, this is what uh, Kratos was doing in between. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's cool. Like, if you're diehard, like, if there are books, I don't know if there are books, but if you're reading the books and doing all this and then listening to the soundtrack, then more content, the better, you know? Like, that's the Star Wars thing. It's like, I'm all for it. And people are like, no, you can't have this much. So it's really, if you're, I don't know, I, I just haven't met someone that's so into God of War, like the Witcher series, but it's a, such a huge, iconic franchise for PlayStation. Like, mm. I remember playing it back so many years ago. So um, I'll wait and see. I'm going to definitely wait on this one. How about you? Are you picking it up? Um, I'm probably going to pick it up, I think, because yeah. all my pre-orders that I had uh, for the next couple of months have all been shipped back uh, a couple of months. So I'm like, well, okay, I was budgeting for those, so I could just pick up God of War. Well, that's um, good. Speaking of which, um, uh, one of those games, I'm assuming, is Dark Souls. Yes, I was going to get it on Switch, because I've never actually played Dark Souls. Ah. Uh, well, have I played it? I think I have played a bit of it, to be honest. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to experience it, you know, when I'm at work on my lunch breaks, I can just dip into Dark Souls because, uh, as you know, I'm I've got the well, if it's on Switch, I can take it anywhere with me going on at the moment. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I mean, I've played a a fair bunch, not a lot, of Dark Souls, and um, I enjoyed it. I played the first one. Um, and what I loved about it so much is that uh, once the online was introduced and everything, like you could just find notes that says uh. Don't turn left, and of course you're going to go left, and you get slaughtered. Or, like, watch out for the boulder to the right, and then something comes from the left and kills. Like, you could leave notes for other players, and, like, some were good-hearted and some were not. And that made it such a cool experience. Now, it was incredibly difficult, and thankfully back then I had enough, you know, knowledge to just put it down. Because I would have just burned down the house. There's no way I could get through that game ever. But I loved the art style. I loved all of that. So, um... When it does come out, are you going to pick it up? I mean, how do you fare with these types of games that uh, are rage-inducing? You know, I don't fare well. I'm uh, terrible. 
I don't actually get annoyed at them. Um, okay. That the I mean, you've seen me get annoyed with games. The ones I get annoyed with are fetch quest games where it's go and pick up this chicken. It's like why the f- oh, am I picking mm. up a chicken? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know they infuriate me. Yeah. Um, but violent games where you repeatedly die. Now yeah, I've played a lot of Japanese games and they they just say they're masochists with their games. They just like punishing you. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's that's. I just want nice, relaxing games at this point in my life. I have enough frustration on driving and the agonies of life that uh, I don't want to sit down. I, I want to sit down and play it on easy mode. I'm not going to lie, but that's not Dark Souls, and that's cool. I love the setting. I love the world. I love the graphics. I love everything about it, but it's just too hard for me. I, I, I don't have time to d- draw out a diagram of moving a centimeter to the left when the boss hits and then two feet to the right. Like, I, I don't have that type of mind. I, I just can't do it. So uh, I don't think I'll be getting that one. Again, I have it on PC, but there is something very uh, close to that, game that i played recently um which is bloodborne um it was it was free on the ps plus and i decided to pick it up and uh i think it was this past sunday i sat down i played it um and within i'd say about 10 minutes i turned it off (laughs) so um there's such a a strong love for this game was that due to anger it was due to frustration Mm. and i didn't even get to an enemy Okay, so really? yeah, oh yeah. Let me tell you the tale here. Okay, it's okay, just, okay. So we start the game, blah 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 blah, and then you finally end up in a stupid garden. So in this stupid garden, every two feet is a, a, a little gremlin that comes out of the ground and shows you a hologram of uh, your apparent character doing a flip or doing this and doing that, and it's literally every two feet, and you have to look at all of them. So eventually, I stopped looking at all of them and tried to find my way into the house where I was supposed to go. Every stupid door was locked. So I went back. I went to all the little gremlins. I looked at all the stupid holograms in the stupid garden. And guess what? I could never get into the house. I tried every conceivable way. And I'm sure some listeners are going to be like, hey, idiot, you just walk through here. No. I shouldn't have to read four hours worth of garbage in order to enter a house just to start the game. Okay? Um, it was... I just started laughing. The game doesn't look good, okay? It has not aged well. It looks like Van Helsing from, I don't know, 2002 or whenever it was. It does not look good. Um, I love the style of the game. It's very detailed in its graphics. But, oh, my God, like, just... I don't need all these things to tell me what to do. I have a knife. I got a blade. I got some potions. I know what to do. I'm not stupid. Let me in the house. So after 15, 20 minutes, I, I just said, okay, this is not worth my time. I'm not going to look it up online because, you know what, I don't care. And I deleted it instantly. So I'm glad for myself personally. I s- just realized right then and there, this is a waste of my time. This is not a game I, I want to put hours into. Thank God it was quote-unquote free, but never again. I hate that game. So that is my rant on Bloodborne and... um <laughs> it was just a total <laughs> failure. There was no muse. Like, come on. I and I'm actually subscribed to the subreddit that they're on. And they're always saying, "Oh, I beat my first thing. I just want to post it." And yeah, I I couldn't open the door to get into the castle and see how oh, slayed I get. That's not a good thing to do on Reddit. I. You know what? I I have no shame. It, the bottom line is, I think it was terrible. It is not friendly to someone that just wants to pick it up and play. But we knew this. These are the types of games that 
uh, Dark Souls and Bloodborne are. And mm-hmm. um, I, I, I was in a good mood that day, and I said, let me give it a chance. Well, th- mm-hmm. you can't give it a chance if you can't start the game. So, And that's on myself. That's on me not having enough patience to sit through 60 holographic animations of me jumping and running in a tutorial. But come on, man. Give me a break. So, rant well, over. Mike, I will say this. <sighs> if you go into a fetish club and someone punches you in the face, what are you doing in the fetish club? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. I know. But I'm just putting it out there for anyone that is thinking of giving it a shot. Don't. Don't unless you just... W- Glenn, I couldn't even start the game. <laughs> I got so frustrated before I started the game. Yeah. I turned off and deleted it. So, really yeah. the last game that really frustrated me so much. Like, I, I said out loud by myself playing, this is stupid. Mm. And, it, yeah, so anyway. Um, Actually, I will tell you one game that's very similar. Not as yeah. difficult, but it gets Bayonetta. The yeah. amount of times uh, as you get into that game, I had to replay one bit over and over, and then you think, "Oh, thank God, I've cleared that." And then the next bit is just over and over and over, and it's all about precision and timing. And if you mess it up, you're gone. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah. that, that was actually very frustrating, but very rewarding, but very frustrating. I never played that, and you know why? Because I knew I would hate it. So um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. basically Devil May Cry, but with Bayonetta. You know how they say your palate changes every couple of years or whatever mm-hmm. garbage they spout. That's like I'm trying to be open to this stuff, and I tried it, and nope, still has a sour taste. So uh, maybe when I'm older, who knows? Yeah. So um, what else we got? We uh, there's so much to talk about. There's so much going on in gaming. What would you like to talk about next? Because we have a lot. Uh, well, I would like to talk about um, a game I was really looking forward to. Yeah. Is uh, Flipping Death. We spoke to um, yes, the chap from Zoic Games on our previous podcast. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's been put back now to the end of June, which I'm quite upset about because we were promised, oh yeah, it'll be out in early 2018. Now it's mid-June and uh, it's getting a physical release. I've pre-ordered the physical release and I kind of like, oh, I really want this game, but I really don't. Did they say why? It. Do we know why? I mean, I think, um, I think they're just polishing it. Okay. I mean, uh, I'll be honest. It look. I, I'm so excited for the game, but mm. I didn't even know when it was going to be released, so it doesn't make it that much a difference. But it's it's funny how your expectations get built up and then crushed so easily, and then it's just like, okay, well, I guess we'll wait. But like, it, from you telling me this, I'm just like, okay, well, then it's already off my radar. It's like, okay, well, this isn't going to come out until. Uh, you know, who knows when. And honestly, I'm looking at their official site, and guess what it says? Release date to be announced. Yeah, I saw that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's off my radar until it's out. Um, I saw what I needed to see to be very interested in it. So, uh, now, this seems to be a problem, and not only with indies, but with big AAAs, is just releasing a game. Um, mm-hmm. Can we talk about that? I'm not a developer. You're not a developer. I have no idea how much goes into it but i can imagine it's an astronomical amount a feat of you know work well um, i can tell i can talk to you about other software release which works the same way i mean we don't make um games where i work but it's a similar concept all right but uh, it's too common in my opinion on my big soapbox i'm gonna stand and say if, if you say your game is coming out then put it out there 
is that such a hard concept? I mean, yes, to, and I'm speaking, I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. I'm speaking as purely a consumer. Mm-hmm. Okay? If the store says it opens at 10, and you get there at 10, and it's not open, mm-hmm. I leave, and I don't come back. Okay? There's certain things in life that are guaranteed. Death and taxes, okay? Everything else is apparently not. But mm-hmm. I feel if you want to have your standards kept up, just release it when you say it's released. Or don't announce it. Shut your mouth, okay? Like um, Red Dead 2. We know Rockstar, and they're unreliable. That is their reputation. Oh, you're announcing a game. That's great. No one believes you. Okay, that's not a really a good reputation. So, uh, I I want to hear. I'm dying to hear your thoughts because I can go on for hours. But what do you think, like, uh, about this? Is it becoming too common? Is there anything that can be done about it? Is it the nature of the beast? What is it? Uh, do you want my my cynical view? Because I personally yeah. think sometimes they do it, especially the big triple A's. You can throw resources at things. Um, I think personally, what happens is they go, hmm, we'll get a lot of pre-orders if we announce a release date. Uh, knowing that, you know, even if 50 people, 50% of people cancel their pre-orders, they still do have 50% sales guaranteed. Um, and maybe, maybe they're doing that. Maybe they're just going, give them a release date. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good point. I, I, mm. but, but, you know, maybe, maybe it is because, uh, they do want to make the game better, but like you say, maybe keep it as TBA. Yeah. And, uh, then to say good when it's good and bad when it's not yeah just like i don't know like when you you feel good about the game like all right this is good you should be promoting that it exists but don't give a release date don't give a release date until you're done with it and you know and everything is ready to roll you've had it tested you've had this i mean uh, i don't know or or you know what you do announce a beta Announce a beta, just say, hey, try out this, and then that will get me to buy your game, or a lot more people, I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm just riffing on this because it it's, it's seems so common these days. Here's our game, and then you get hyped, and then you get let down because it's pushed back, or, oh, sorry, it's not up to our expectations. Well, then why did you say anything? Now, mm-hmm. this brings me to another one, which I'm going to just destroy, because I'm so furious. And it is uh, Terraria Otherworld. I put in hundreds of hours into Terraria with my friend. I love that game. I love the soundtrack. Yeah, I love we, everything we about it. A little bit, yeah. Yes. Great game. And mm-hmm. I, I was so looking forward to this new game. And they announced this week that they are canceling it because they were not satisfied with the outsourcing pro- uh, the place that they uh, outsourced the game to to do whatever it does and oh my god like so so let down so disappointed i understand it happens but uh, it it's been developing for 4 or 5 years now now you make that decision so i don't know i what the new terraria is taking taken wow it's canceled completely they're not happy with how it's turning out, and rather than put out garbage, they're, they're canceling it. Like, I don't know. I, everything I saw from that game looked promising. So, um, it, I, I'm, I just am sick of getting my hopes up and then having them uh, crushed. So that's me. That's uh, my opinion on this whole thing. But it's it's enough. I'm gonna wait for games to come out. I'm gonna see how they do, and then I'm gonna pick them up cheap. That's uh, <laughs> that's my strategy at this point. So. Ugh, but uh, there's a lot of updates going around, Glenn. 
there's a lot to games just like Sea of Thieves. We have a Monster World, uh, Monster Hunter World update that's coming out. Um, and meh, it's a big update. That's what they're saying, and it's going to give us a new Elder Dragon to hunt. And mm -hmm. uh, some new armor and stuff like that. And uh, would that get you to go back in the game? <laughs> um, do you know what? I, I dipped into that the other day. Do you know what put me off that game? What? Is even if you're playing solo, like I'm not inviting people, you still have to have PS Plus. And I'm like, I don't really want to be paying for PS Plus and having to buy this game. Yeah. I was quite annoyed by this. Um, but, you know, moving on. Um, would it get me to go back in the game? Maybe. Uh, yeah. If it looks good. We could probably dip back in. I mean, I haven't put enough hours into that game to actually yeah. justice have an opinion on it. Yeah. Um, but speaking I enjoyed of, what we did. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I did enjoy what we did. I thought it was uh, very, yes. very fun. Yeah, and another one that's getting a big, big update, which we have not spoken about in a very long time, is Destiny 2. It yeah I know <laughs> you choke down. <laughs> yeah, what, what is this destiny to speak of? Yeah, um, well, on May eighth will come the War Mind DLC, which is uh, twenty dollars or free with the expansion pass. Mm -hmm. It is it's just like Curse of Osiris. It gives us a new campaign, a new de destination, new rewards, a new raid, new crucible maps, new legendary and uh, exotic gear. So Glenn. For twenty extra dollars, <laughs> and going on PS Plus, would you get this? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I have funny things with Destiny because uh, I, I I do really like the game, uh, but I, I was I felt a bit let down by Destiny Two, uh, yeah. not in a massive way, but it's just like ah, oh, you could have just updated Destiny. You didn't need to release this. Um, Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Destiny Two's very cheap to pick up now, isn't it? It's, uh, like, Must I, be. I saw it the other day for twenty-five dollars. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. I... What, you know what? If here's what I think they should do with Destiny Three. Uh, why don't you just give away the next game free, or make it really cheap, and then you're going to get a bigger drawing, and then just you release your DLC packs. Why not just go look? It's twenty dollars for the new one. Uh, that'll yeah. give you the base game, base story, and then you pay for the DLC. Because um, I think a lot of people maybe are having the same thoughts I do about it, is you pay out for what's meant to be a single-player experience that's in a shared universe, and you're getting uh, a shortish campaign, and then more of the same. So uh, if you want to do that, then do, do the EPH we love talking about. Yeah. Um, Give us a good value for money game that is, if it is only six hours long, the story mode, why not just charge you for the six hours um, and then put it out? But that's just my thoughts, and no one's going to do that. Nope. <laughs> but it's a good thought. I mean, yeah. So, I, I, no. I, I look at this and, like, I want to do it, but I just remember how upset I was, and I know you were, with. Uh how destiny 2 was i hated every one of those planets it was unoriginal yes. ugly not fun whatsoever and yeah. it, like it, there's a part of me deep in my soul that says oh a new campaign a new place to go it's gonna suck mm -hmm. it's gonna be just like the others like i'm not falling into this trap i'll watch some stuff on it but i'm not a hardcore destiny player i mean we were in the first one like we enjoyed a lot of hours in that game but I do not want to go back into that world. There's nothing appealing to uh, like that 
to me. There's nothing that could get me to do that again. I played through the campaign. It was six hours. It was a waste of $60, and I've learned my lesson. I'm done. So frustrating. So frustrating, and I know I sh don't... I'm not the only one because I look online in the Destiny subreddit. People are losing their minds every day. There's a new suggestion. Pl Bungie, please do this. Bungie, and no one listens to them. It, it, they do not listen to the community. They are on par with uh, Hello Games uh, with no response to the community. Um, it, it's very sad, man. It's so sad because Bungie was my favorite. Favorite, favorite, favorite company for mm -hmm. a long time. I went to the Halo uh, Reach launch party in New York City, um, and I met the whole uh, development team. They were some of the nicest people. They took their time. They spoke with us. They signed everything. We had a blast, and I loved that series so much. And uh, to see what they've become, and it, I'm not saying it's the same people, obviously not, but that company, what it's become, it just rips my heart out because it was just one of those moments you know like a great song or a great recording line it's like that can never be created that's how i felt that time in for that company was just like they were at the height of their game making great halo games every new halo game i would put in 100 200 hours into with my friends and it would be great destiny tried to recreate that and it's just like a really bad cover of a music song you know you ever go to a a bar or a pub and you hear someone play like sweet caroline or one of these great hits mm -hmm. of the past and they just butcher it that's what destiny 2 is it's yeah, just... I've, I've had several instances where I've heard someone doing like the summer of '69. Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, God. that's what Destiny Two is. It's a bad cover of something that used to be great. So, um, uh, I'll be passing on this Warmind DLC until further notice. It's just uh, enough, 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 enough. So, um, I gotta ask you: Is there anything positive? <laughs> Do we have anything positive? Going on um, in the gaming world, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, you might be, you would, you're not going to be interested in this, but it may perk your ears up. Okay. Uh, did you see at SegaCon last weekend? They announced the Mega Drive slash Genesis Mini. I did. Yes. Um, <laughs> what made me laugh about this though is they've they've licensed these out anyway before to make um, Mega Drive Minis, and a, a company called AT Games has actually uh, made them for Sega in the past under Sega license. And, yeah, uh, yeah they're, they're making the hardware for these. So it's like, hang on, so you're just re-releasing what's already been out. Yes. Um, but AT uh, Games does a very good job with their consoles, from what I've heard in the past. Absolutely. Um, would I, I don't think I'll be getting one. Oh, I'm um, getting one. I'm getting one in a heartbeat. Yeah. And here's uh, why. I picked up the Super Nintendo Mini whatever tiny thing. I played it once, and it's in the box. I'll never play it again. But Gen Genesis is my system. Like, mm -hmm. I grew up with that. I had a Nintendo. Meh. Uh, I had a Sega Saturn. I had this. But Sega Genesis, man, was my childhood. I still remember the day when I opened up the Sega Genesis, and I had Sonic the Hedgehog, and I played it. And forever I was hooked. That was the game that I was hooked. And I beat up that Genesis. I still have it. I want to like post it in the show notes so you can see it. It's so beat up and worn. But it's. I would pick that up. Sega needs to come back. I, I love them. I love them. I love them. So that's my inner child speaking. So would that's watch, positive. Would you, would you want a new Sega console? <sighs> 
Uh, sure, it, but there got to be the software for it. So it's that whole chicken and the egg. Like they'd have to really like up their game and be like, okay, well we're releasing all ten ten new games, ten new things. Um, yeah, I would, I would. So, um, but that's my fanboy leaking out. So, uh, I'm psyched for that. I think it's gonna be really cool. Um, I hope it's readily available. If they have any brains, which they obviously don't because they lost and mm-hmm. Nintendo's still around, they will make a lot of them. A lot of them. So I, someone like me can go to the store or the Amazons and then just order one and have it as opposed oh. to waiting six months and it being in demand and then no one caring. All my friends got online and bought that at SNES Mini. All of them played it once and put it back in the box at, I or I sold it. I play mine. I still play mine now. <sighs> yep, but you're a Nintendo fanboy. Exactly. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I, mean, I, I, I play Mega Drive games as well. But uh, which do you play more of? Um, 50-50 sometimes. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to corner you. I'm just uh, out of curiosity. Uh, yeah, man, I think uh, I, I totally... It depends on the games that are coming with this, the thing. If it's, like, garbage, then no. So, But if they do what Nintendo did and put on all the hits, then you got me. So I think that's a great bit of news. Um... I know you're frustrated with the games that are being pushed back, but I have one that's coming very soon that I cannot wait to play. I have not pre-ordered it, but I will. This is State of Decay 2. State of Decay 2, do you know about this? Have you heard of this game? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. We spoke briefly about it. Yeah, it's... um, uh, I think it's... I love zombie games. I'm, I have pretty much all of them, as many as I could find. This is a zombie game, Um, but it is... The art style is kind of unique. Um, the first one was very good in that you could have outposts and you could have followers, and then your followers would die. It actually, what was so great about it was the game continued in real time even when the the system was off, um, which I always found really interesting. I would come back after school, and then my whole place had been raided, and I'd be dead. So... Um, that was one aspect that just blew my mind back then. So, State of Decay 2 has improved upon the original in seemingly every way possible. Um, there's just so much to talk about with this, but um, it's the level of detail that intrigues me. Um, you, Is it two-player? Oh, yeah. From okay. what I think of Decay. I will look it up. Um it's the level of detail is insane you will have a follower and god forbid they get taken over or bit they will turn and you will have to kill them like it, the person next to you i saw a gun battle that was incredible um you sh- they shot someone uh, a human mm-hmm. and within two second two minutes later that human was back up as a zombie coming right for you there is p uh player versus player you have to go and ask people for uh what do you call it uh supplies and stuff and they might they might shoot you in the face or they might let you in and it's all through dialogue it's it seems too good to be true but it does have four player co-op so um it it just i don't know i wish i had more to say this is an insta buy for me um okay yeah um, i think it's on pc as well yes it's going to oh, be yeah, on. It's because it's going to be on um, Game Pass. You stupid thing. Yes, it is yeah, going to be Game on Game Pass. Pass. Uh, infuriated everyone who pre-ordered CFE. Yeah. So I'm. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to wait. 
I'm going to wait. I mean, like, against all urges, I'm going to wait for this and see how, if there's any glaring bugs or anything I need to know about. And then uh, after a day or two, I'm going to buy it and play the heck out of it. So, um, but uh, it, all the co-op looks great. Uh, all the gameplay looks great. They seem to have improved upon all the complaints. They've listened. They've taken their time because the original State of Decay um, came out a while ago. Um, yes, it did. Was it 2000? Let's well, see. State of Decay. No, it must be newer than that. I don't know. If I could spell, that would really... Uh, 2015, so three years. Okay. Oh, that was the year one, so it must be 2013. So five years. They've waited five years for the game. So that's usually indicative to me that at least they're taking their time. At least um, they haven't rushed it out. They never put in, uh, you know, spin-offs spin or anything. Uh it seems like a really exciting game that I can't wait to sink my uh, paws into. So I'm going to wait, and then I'm going to play it, and then that's going to be that. I'm hoping you will get it as well because uh, it's fun by yourself, but it does seem to be a co-op game, and I think we, we could have some fun in there. So Well, well, I've got a bit of breaking news, Mike. First time ever that we've had some breaking news come through. Okay. Have you heard? State of Decay is cancelled. No. Yes, State of Decay has just been cancelled. Uh, Black Ops 4. Yeah. Have you heard the news about this? No, what now? It's going to be, Source is saying, the first Call of Duty. You ready? Yeah. That does not have a single player campaign. Wow. Yeah. Like, a part of me, all of me, doesn't care. Doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, apparently they are focusing on multiplayer. Yeah, but zombies. okay, okay. Here is my issue with that. That's fine. That's completely fine. But is the multiplayer in zombies going to be better, or is it going to be the same stupid? recipe we've gotten for 12 years if they say we're gonna focus on the multiplayer and this and then they give the same thing they've been giving for 10 years that's not okay in my book you cannot take away something and give us less without actually improving on something that sh you are claiming to improve on okay here's, here's is, am i not happens no okay. here's what i think's happened i think all these companies that do big online multiplayer games um, have seen the success of Fortnite and PUBG and gone, hmm, we want a piece of that pie. What can we do with our current existing franchises that we know people will buy to jump onto that Battle Royale bandwagon? So you think they are going to put in the Battle Royale and take away the single player? Yes. Oh, I I'll go on this record now and say I believe that. it. I believe it. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and you know what? Everyone out there is saying, well, we don't play Call of Duty for the single-player game uh, part. I beg to differ. I played pretty much all of them up until the last two. All the single players. Um, some of those were really, really good. Some of those were iconic and caused a lot of controversy, like no Russian. I mean... There are some great Call of Duty single-player moments, and then as the franchise went on, it 
record. There weren't so many. So um, I, I'm torn. I'm really torn. I'm, I'm not, not going to buy it. Like, I say that now, but God knows what they could do. But if that is what they say, if it's a Battle Royal mode, I have lost all interest in the franchise. I picked up the newest one. I re you remember, go back tw 10 episodes. I'm never going to buy this. I'm never going to buy this. I picked it up on sale for $35. Uh -huh. I played it twice, and it was the worst $35 I've ever spent. So, yeah, how um, often have we said this? Well, I have the, next the impulse is... control of a, a rat, you know? like So, <laughs> I, I know it's my own flaw, and but if that's the way it's going to go, I know all of my friends are going to buy that instantly. Of course. All of them. They're all... All day, I'm in a, a gaming chat. <laughs> it should just be renamed PUBG chat. All they talk... You want to hop on? Let's play some PUBG. 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 Great. I think that's cool. But, like, there are other games. Um, I, I, I support you if you're totally into a game. Um, but ugh, I'm just so sick of hearing about it. So, um, in Fortnite, Glenn... If you worked at a school, mm -hmm. do you know what's heard, the, the most heard word I, I hear? Fortnite. Not mom, not dad, not bathroom, not pencil. Fortnite. Every child in the hallway. It, it's like South Park. Rabble, rabble, rabble. But now it's Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. So that's all you hear in the halls. Oh, my God. So um, I'm over it. It's not my type of a game. Have you played either of those? I've played Fortnite. Yeah, my old man brain can't build things and shoot at the same time. I can barely shoot, and uh, I'm not yeah. very good at building. So the reason I played it is because um, my kid, uh, not not the younger one, the older one, who uh, isn't a gamer, has started playing it, and I was a bit suspicious of this because he says, "Oh, I don't have time to game," and then he's playing this, and I'm like, "You know why? Oh. You know why?" Because every child on planet Earth is talking about this game. And now that it's on mobile, at 3 o'clock, students aren't allowed to have phones, which, thank the heavens, they don't. At 3 o'clock, like clockwork, the heads go down, Fortnite comes out on the phone, and you just hear boom. Well, how does it boom. play on the phone? Do you know? Boom. What's up? How, how does it play? Very well. I've played it. But uh, do you know what that sound is, Glenn? Boom, boom, boom at 3 o'clock. That is the sound of children walking headfirst into lockers because they're not looking up, okay? That, that is what every day. It's just incredible. So, listen, I think Fortnite is awesome. I think uh, PUBG is awesome. and I, It's a great new genre. Not for me. Um, and like, the mo We're too old to be playing these games. No, but all my friends do. And, man, it is so stressful. What a stressful game. Like, I have never heard such vitriol and hatred for when someone messes up and you're on a team. The four-letter words that are combined to, to uh, make new words is incredible. So it's just not for me, man. I, I, uh, I, I play games to relax and escape. I don't want to feel, uh, I don't know... It, have that course, feeling. This, is, well, this oh. is why I play them. I want to escape into another world. Yeah, I don't need more anxiety, and that gives me anxiety. Just to, I don't need to be yelled at over a game. Come on, you know that's that's not where I'm at in my life. <laughs> I I play games so we can have fun, and that those games to me are just like horrifying and terrifying. If I wanted that, I'd play a, a, a horror game, a mm -hmm. single player. So, anyway, I think uh, the, that's really crazy that they've decided to cut single player. Um. 
I I'm sure it will sell well and it doesn't need my well wishes but um, I'm interested to hear what they plan on doing instead that's my biggest gripe you say you're cutting that well what are we getting or are you just saying we're done with single player if that's the case I mean is it a smart move Glenn um, I think you'll lose uh, your single-player audience, but do you know anyone who buys COD for single-player mode anymore? I enjoyed it, but no. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it is a smart decision. I think it's a very smart decision. As much as I hate it, it's a very smart decision. No one plays Call of Duty for the single-player. And uh, I guess they've heard the community loud and clear. And if they say, well, we can cut half the staff and we could save, uh, you know, a million bucks and still make $60 million, then so be it. So, um I don't want to be cruel, but I just think it's lazy. I think it's really lazy, and um, it's the easy way out. Let's cash in on this year. And I think, Glenn, if we're still doing this in 10 years, haha, we will look back and just say, wow, what a disaster that was. Um, just cutting that out, and you, you, you made that just for the sake of making a quick buck. So that's my opinion. I could be totally wrong, and they can make the best uh, multiplayer game in the world, and then, you know, we'll just have to see. But, ugh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think there is a place in the world for that, but uh, why don't you just make a new game rather than trying to adapt what already exists? It just seems a bit, bit crazy uh, that people are actually doing that. Um, when you could have been making more money by creating other franchises rather than trying to adapt existing ones. But, you know, I'm not in this business, so what do I know? Um, one other thing I was going to mention, Mike. Did you see about the Donkey Kong? Yes. Um, what, I'm you, glad, what are your, what are your gl- opinions on Billy Mitchell being stripped of his title? I'm really happy you brought this up, okay? Because I, I forgot about it, and I, yeah. Um... <sighs> <laughs> What is my opinion? I don't have an opinion. I guess I will by the end of this sentence because I'm insane, but um, I don't care. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, it's freaking entertaining. I'll give you that. I watch, Did you see King of Kong? Uh, I've seen bits of it. Yeah. yeah, I watched it, and you know what? I, I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, and then this guy comes and debunks the whole thing on a Reddit post and galaxies whatever they're called they strip him and then i saw he put out a video two days ago just saying i will hand over all the documents and get the witnesses to testify Uh, 30 years ago i did this legitimately and i'm just going Mm -hmm. okay buddy you have a lot of money okay these people are going to say whatever you want them to say it's just he uh, but uh, i listened to another podcast and they made such a good point he is just in a gaming villain he is the villain that we need in gaming at least in that aspect of it this guy is cocky is better than you and he'll shove it in your face and like we need people like that he's just he doesn't care he made his money. He opened up some hot sauce restaurant and was like, he's make, doing just fine. And this is just more publicity for him. But, course, um, but yeah, know, what are your if, thoughts? <laughs> personally, if it was me and I was very proud of that record and adamant, I would say, okay, if you want this, I will go and buy a brand new Donkey Kong machine and I'll do this in front of someone. But he can't. 
That's, uh, Glenn, this goes back to our previous conversation. There is a certain moment in time where something very special happens that it can never be recreated. That's why it's in the Guinness Book of World Records, okay? That's because not everyone can do what this person can do. Um, so I don't think 30 years later, this guy's mental capacity um, in that sense, or I could be completely wrong, could go and do what he did. Um, I don't think he's capable. Um, do I believe that he did it originally? Sure, I think it's awesome. Um, could he have faked it? Of course. Do I care? No. <laughs> it's just interesting. <laughs> it's just really interesting to see. Like, uh, it, it's it's big news. It is big news, and um, I, I'm so excited to see what how it plays out. I mean, Guinness have already taken out the record. Um, yeah, of course they will. They, uh, they've assassinated his record. But he, he's still acting like he doesn't care. And that's why I find him so fascinating. He's like, yeah, well, uh, I'm still the best in the world. And everyone knows it. So you disprove that. That means nothing. Well, it's, just, it's, just, it's a small pond syndrome, isn't it? Because uh, yeah. what are you the best in the world at? <laughs> Donkey <Yeah>. Kong. <laughs> well, yeah, listen, I don't know. It, it, maybe now, like in my in 2018, that's not cool. But back in the 90s or 80s, and be like, I am the best Donkey Kong player in the world. And someone would say, BS, play me. And then you just absolutely crush them. That you, that could have been cool. Okay? That's like saying now, I, I can't think of it. I'm the best PUBG player in the world. Oh, yeah? Okay. And then you go and you do it. So, um, <sighs> what do you think is going to happen with all of it? Um, <laughs> it's, well, it's just, it's like any record, really, isn't it? It's, um... Records are there to be who broken. Cares? Who, who really cares yeah. about records? Um, you know, great, you're really good at Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. Well done. Like, uh, should you get celebrity status out of that? Uh, <laughs> no, you're universally hated. Like, it's, he, no one liked him. Like, and... I, I hold a record for watching um, all of the James Bond films over one weekend. Do I get a record for that? I, I have a record for going on the Haunted Mansion 37 times in, like, a, two days. Does anyone care? No! No. Like, come on. But, I, you know, it's, I mean, it, it's good, but it just goes to show... This is what I really hate about the internet, um, is that we, we're making celebrities out of nobodies. Um, yeah, but do some, know, the question is, do some of them deserve it? No, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> Billy, Billy Mitchell having his uh, record strip. I don't care. And, uh, you know, shock news, but so what? Give it to the person who did did record the record. Well, it's the same that goes for the Sea of Thieves things with the guy that cheated and used the community. It's just like, okay, it's big news to us, but if I went and told my grandmother or grandfather about this, they would just look at me like, are you serious? This... It, no one cares, so I don't know. It's it's all about pride and egos, and I I can't. I just can't. I don't care enough. It's it's like I think it's great, and that documentary was so cool, but he came off so poorly, and it's just nice to see thirty years later, he's still doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So um, well, yeah, it's just like you know, come back to me in thirty years, and if I'm uh, I don't know what I do consistently and brag about. There's not really a lot, really, because uh, I I tend to chop and change what I'm doing. Um, so I've got no real achievements like that. Um, 
<laughs> so you don't have any records? Ugh, I can't but have a podcast. I, I know, it's awful that I've, I've lived a life and uh, not kicked <laughs> off. I mean, to me, if someone said to me, we're stripping you of your Donkey Kong record from 30 years ago, I'd go, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I, I, I. that's the thing. I'd say, okay, I had a good run. Like, you, like unless Billy Mitchell has been... For the past thirty years, playing in his garage, <laughs> trying to beat that record, why would you care? Like, he does look you, like the kind of guy who, uh, yeah, it, like has he, been doing. That. He he just sits there all day, like on a pile of money, playing <laughs> Donkey Kong Arcade in his garage, just going, "I know I could do better. Yeah, I, I'm I'm better than I was back then." And like, I, that's the only reason I can see him getting so upset about this is that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's hysterical. I think it's um, interesting. To me, this is more interesting than anything else going on because it's just so stupid. It's just like, dude, get over yourself. Okay, so the people are accusing you of cheating and they prove that you did. So, your turn. And he says, oh, I will provide documents. Documents don't mean anything. Witnesses from 30 years ago definitely do not mean anything. So, just... <sighs> I don't know, like, it, it could, Glenn, this could be the biggest Rocky story of all time. This, this old man just starts playing Donkey Kong. He, like, he instead of a dashboard in his car, he just has uh, the Donkey Kong on the screen while he's driving. And, like, you just see Billy Mitchell going around. And uh, everywhere he goes, he has, like, a, a handheld Donkey Kong where he's playing. And uh, eventually he comes back and he shatters his new record in real time in front of everyone. And then he becomes God. Like, I, I, I don't know. I genuinely hope this happens. I mean... I want um, I want him to be facing down a Russian competitor at the end who goes I must break you. Yeah, uh, you know, and he's uh, got got to pull it back. I want him to face the Drago of Donkey Kong. Yeah, I want him to face a donkey that's been training for Donkey Kong like for forty <laughs> years to come. And like, I want to see it on pay per view. Billy Mitchell versus Kong himself. Yeah, playing I like this, this idea. I think loser dies. Be- Loser yeah, if, dies. If you can't hit your old score, you're going in there with, yeah, with that exactly. gorilla, and we've really peed him off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he hasn't eaten two weeks. Yeah, we've been, we've, we've been showing him back-to-back Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and he is furious. We've replaced all the faces with yours, so good luck. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I think... <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens. I think it's... Uh, Exciting, <laughs> and yeah. If you've got any comments on, uh, we'll call it Congate. Yeah, you can uh, hit us up on T Grumpets Pod on Twitter, and we are on Instagram somewhere, but I can't remember what we're called. I think it's T Grumpets wow. Podcast. All right, I'm going to um, put a, a, a PSA out there. Okay, I got to do this, Glad. I want to get one tweet. Just one tweet. I don't care who you are, as long as it's not Glenn. One tweet saying we've listened to you. We it w- it we know you nice. exist. Uh, anyone, literally, as you would say, anyone, to tweet at us saying we know you exist. Yeah, because pe- people are listening. We get the stats, and we know who's listened. So don't you forget that. Yeah, but I don't believe they exist. <laughs> I feel like they're Russian bots, like from our election, just like okay, TN Grumpets. They send anybody tweeted us. I promise you, we will respond. Okay, it's just like we send out this podcast to to the space, and I would just love to hear one thing 
anything. Yeah, uh, you I you mean, stink. Anything. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're gonna talk Russian, I'm gonna say Titam. Wow, um, and that's why yeah, no one so, listens to us. Okay, yeah. so they <laughs> uh, actually think I'm a Russian agent who's uh, sending out coded messages via a podcast, which would be very effective actually, because no one's going to be checking podcasts, are they? Yeah, no, that's true. But uh, please, 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 anybody, I would just love to hear from anyone because we have a lot of fun doing this. I have a lot Mike, of fun. I know Mike Glenn is very does. sad and he wants audience engagement, whereas. Uh, it's not a good idea to engage with me. Yeah, <laughs> no, like I love talking to people um, and complaining. But yeah, we we do want to hear about um, stuff you want to talk about. You know, uh, do you want to send us in a letter? We can read out letters. We can say thank you. We can do all these amazing things. What you do know, you think? Our listeners are Amish? Like, who's writing letters anymore? <laughs> Please send us a butter churn so we can make you know, butter. What do we need to do? Do we need to um, maybe start up a Patreon? Start getting people to give us money. Are you serious? Uh, it works for everyone else. Yeah, but they have listeners. This is very true. Basically, <laughs> um, I won't be happy until I have the same deal Aaron Mankey from Law got, oh and I've got Amazon knocking on our door saying, we want to make a series based on your podcast. You'd be like, really? Yes, we've got two animated things here. You talk, and it animates, and we put it out. Like, sold. Um, but, of course, Law's a completely different show. Uh, maybe yeah. we should start talking about myth. Yeah, well, we did with uh, Kratos, so... It's very true. Maybe we should put out Spore. Wow. 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 <laughs> but, yeah, but yes. hit us up for the love. Everybody out there on the internet, anyone out there on the internet, please send us a tweet. Please send a, find that Instagram. Please say something because uh, yeah, and it was T and Grumpet's pod. The Instagram I've just checked. Um, well, thank you. So we do know you are out there and you are listening. Yes. And, uh, but while I'm while I'm here, actually, I would just like to um, give a big shout out to SoundCloud for um, successfully getting us back on the air after um, my migration attempt to another server went a bit disastrously wrong, and um, I was able to recover the uh, files that had been removed so so uh, that's sound loud yeah that is definitely a lesson just don't try harder okay yeah, just just don't try improving your show yeah no oh. just keep it going keep it going so yeah um i'm as always i'm very happy to do this and i look forward to the next one and i hope you all do too so uh for this week i have been mike and i have been glenn so you all take care of yourselves Au revoir. Bye. Dieci. Peace.